Welcome back to the Nolan Finley Show and the 910 AM Superstation. As we are every Monday, we're joined by Chad Livingood of Cranes Detroit Business. Chad, welcome to the show. Good morning, Nolan. Chad, you're writing. We've been talking about Oakland County and the shenanigans out there. You've been writing a little bit about Oakland County and life after Brooks. Yeah, so Brooks Patterson, uh, to his credit, assembled what everyone in the state pretty much regards as the gold standard of leadership um, in within his deputy ranks. Yeah. Uh, between Bob Datto, Jerry Poisson, who have been with him for over 30 years, and then Phil Bertolini uh, and, and several others going the CFO down, out there. Um, the woman who is CFO out there also been with him a long time, and oh, Lori and, Lori Van Pelt. Yeah, yeah. very good. Long uh-huh. time. Uh, David uh, uh, Vanderveen um, and Art Holdsworth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, several of these folks have been at his side for many years, and Kirk Pino took a look at at, at to just kind of what happens uh, in the breakup of power here, uh, as you know, presuming that the Democrats. Uh, are successful in installing uh, Dave Woodward or, or a Democrat, although it's it's you know it's dicey with this 10-10 split on that board. But uh, you know, presuming that they, that their their plan goes forward, the, all these gentlemen and women are going to probably be um, uh, scattering pretty quickly uh, from from Pontiac, and you know that's a, that's a big uh, d- disruption. Chad, um, Chad, it, I'm told it, that Ruth Johnson, who's considering. A run. The former Secretary of State, who's now a state senator out there, is considering a run for Oakland County Executive and actually uh, visited or, or talked with the Brooks team to ask how many would stay in place if she ran for the office and won. I, th- you know, I think any Republican would be crazy not to keep his team in place, or any Democrat, but particularly a Republican would be nuts not to keep his team in place. If they could, yeah, and part of it is just just for um, you know, at least for a short term to get to the next election um, and then have a full throated kind of election about for a uh, a replacement long term, and then then you would expect that there would be some break of them. But you know, some of the some of uh, you know uh, Brooks's longtime deputies like like Jerry Poisson and Bob Datto. They're probably near retirement age anyway, so right. they're not. There's not a you know, a huge new job they're going to go go jump for. Um, but uh, and they, and if they want to, they're they're perfectly poised to be consultants. I mean, Bob Datto basically did that when he came down t- uh, on loan to Wayne County to help right. Warren Evans right. mm-hmm. uh, out, get out of uh, get out of you know avoid bankruptcy for for Wayne County. And so you, you could see some of them uh, leaving that way. But yeah, um, I mean. Ruth Johnson has been talked about as a, as a successor, as someone to try to try to get them at least try to get her a run next year for the seat. It's an open it's an open run for her because she's in the middle of of a four year term right. in a, as a state senator, so uh, she wouldn't be giving up her seat. Um, but you know, there 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 there's other you know candidates out there. You know, uh, Mike Bouchard, the sheriff, has uh, long been thought to be uh, you know heir apparent, but. Um, um, you know, th- there may be someone newer, and you saw someone, someone a little bit younger, possibly, uh, that the Republicans might want to try to put up uh, rather than sort of one of their um, elder uh, elder party leaders. Yeah, and so, 
you know, a lot of intrigue going on. And but the fear here, you know, you hear from a lot of people is that this very business focused county government would become something different than it has been and something uh, different than the model that has allowed Oakland County to prosper so well over the years. Yeah, I mean, that's going to come down to what are the priorities of, of the new leadership. And that sometimes that's also a reflection of what are, what are the priorities of the um, of the electorate. If they want a more um, uh, social service-focused, um, activist uh, uh, county government, they might get it. Uh, sure. And, you know, they, this also could be, you know, frankly, a dry run, Nolan, uh, for the next year and a half uh, before the ele- next election to see, if, if Dave Woodward comes in and starts, uh, you know, trying to turn over the house, basically, um, compared to the way that uh, Brooks Patterson and the company ran it, uh, you know, the voters could get basically a taste for it and see if they want that. And if they don't, you know, Oakland County voters have never been shy to uh, express their disapproval of something. What else are you all writing about? Well, a little bit interesting uh, in the in the um, burgundy marijuana industry. Um, uh, Dustin Walsh has a couple of, of stories about the about the industry this week, and one is uh, is detailing how the municipal employees retirement system of Michigan, known as MERS, which which re- represents a lot, almost most uh, municipal employee pension funds, with the exception of Detroit. Um, across the state, they have invested in um, in a San Diego company called Innovative Industrial Properties (IIP), and IIP is now one of the leading companies leasing to marijuana growers and retail operations across the country, mm-hmm. including a big uh, um, 10,000 plant um, uh, grow house operation uh, in Diamonddale, outside of Lansing. And they are also leasing uh, uh, a under construction 47,000 square foot uh, warehouse in Harrison Township um, that uh, that uh, again is also being indirectly uh, inv- um, funded or invested uh, through uh, by, invested by um, 75,000 um, municipal employees uh, through their pension fund, which is kind of an, uh, a, a new frontier. For both, um, both you know, institutional investors, the marijuana industry, and and obviously um, you know, the marijuana industry is is, is a new frontier in general uh, for Michigan and for the country. And so, it's kind of an interesting uh, look at um, you know at, at you know some of the some of the money in, and the investment that's going into into this industry as it's really just kind of getting its, its legs. Now, Chad, this is eventually going to become a mainstream corporate structured industry, correct? I mean, at some point oh, it's yeah, going to lose its, its, you know, sort of the, its elements of a street business and a cottage industry, and it's going to become just like the liquor industry. I would assume. It, doesn't it have to go that route? It, it almost has to. I mean, I mean, that's, that's, that's the, you know, the pathway it's following already. When you start talking about, you know, how do you, you know, put together the money and capital for leasing 47,000 square foot warehouses, right. uh, it's no longer just a cash industry. It's no longer 
uh, you know, the local pot shop, um, for, for lack of better terms. Right. Uh, it is now becoming um, corporatized uh, and in, industrialized, uh, partly to try to bring it to scale, so that it, it right. and also because yeah. the, uh, the 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 regulations that are being set up at the state level are trying to treat it. Uh, like medicine, uh, and on the medical side, per- particular, yeah. because because when we, we when we implemented the medicinal marijuana law in 2008, it was the wild west there for the first four or five years. You had these you know uh, marijuana dispensaries popping up on different corners and then going down, and mm-hmm. and you know the um, uh, Mike Bouchards and, and Jessica Coopers in Oakland County of the world were kicking in doors, uh, and 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 uh, there was just a completely, um, you know, uh, uh, disorganized system. And so that's what they're trying to, that's what from the state level they're trying to push towards. And that's what's also got uh, legitimate investors. I mean, you got the likes of Ron Bogey, Oakland County real estate developer, right. who's gotten into this industry. Uh, these people don't exactly throw their money into, into, into you know, into black holes. I mean, they, right. they, 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 want, to, they want to put nor, money into... Nor are they going to compete long with the black market and that's why the regulatory uh legal the legal regime here has to uh bring this into a more regular recognizable format you can't continue with this idea that well chad livingood he can grow 12 plants and andre ash can grow 12 plants and Kelly Cobb can grow 12 plants and distribute it to their friends and maybe sell it to the friends. Nobody's going to have to get this off the street and into a more recognizable uh, structure in terms of its growth, its distribution, and particularly its retailing. These, these pot shops can't survive, or the marijuana stores can't survive long if you've still got street corner pot out there being sold. I mean, it's going to have to mimic the liquor industry. At some point, when liquor, when alcohol became legalized again, all of the bathtub gin makers got put out of his business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's still people uh, making bathtub gin, but not uh, not not, not as, uh, as much as they legally not mm-hmm. for sale. And 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 so yeah, now it's it's it's. It, it, it's like anything else. It has to kind of uh, evolve also for just consumer comfort uh, to know that, you know, a marijuana marijuana has been tested and, and, and a lab and regulated to make sure it didn't have pesticides. And that will be I mean, the avenue. I think that will be the avenue, Chad, that's used to bring this thing into a fully regulated, fully monitored industry. When they, you know, that will be the door that's used, you know, opens for that. The content and the safety, and it'll that's right. what'll take it off the street and out of garages, out of basements, and into a fully uh, corporate structure, if you will. Yep. Yeah, and, and that'll when we finally when Congress decides to, that you know they see that two thirds of the states have already started to abolish their marijuana laws. Uh, you know, and when Congress takes that steps uh, one day, you know, then then it'll naturally follow the progression where the Food and Drug Administration will probably become the regulator um, of, sure. of this it'll drug. Have to. It's just, yeah. 
Um, hey, another story of, of interest. Uh, last week, uh, Mahindra Automotive, this Indian-based uh, automaker that yeah. has its North American headquarters up in Auburn Hills, they're making uh, the Rocksor, um, uh, which is a um, a cousin of the Jeep uh, in the lineage of of of, of uh, Jeep Wranglers. Um, the Rocksor is basically um, a split off of in the in the old Willys Jeep uh, company. Uh, back going back to right after the after the Second World War, um, they have uh, been been turning out these uh, these off road vehicles, and they're running out of space. They're making an automatic version now. If you care to have a forty thousand dollar toy, uh, Nolan, to take out to the farm in in, uh, in, in Kentucky, I believe I'll but pay. now they are <laughs> now now they are um, uh, looking for new space. I reported back in, uh, in the spring that they were starting to look at uh, various sites in Detroit and Oakland County and Genesee County. They have settled on Buick City, yeah. the long barren site of uh, the form where where there once was twenty some odd thousand people pumping out uh, uh, Buick cars, uh, but has, have not been pumping out Buick cars there since 20 years ago when that when that plant was shut down and torn down. And they are looking at that site for a billion-dollar, 2,000-employee assembly plant. Now, a lot of this hinges on a couple things. They have to get a multi-billion-dollar contract from the U.S. Postal Service to build next-generation postal delivery trucks and they also are angling for some ta- from for, for some tax incentives from uh, from the state of Michigan, of right. and I kind of got wind that one of the things that they're they're angling for is is and would naturally seem like they would qualify for is the good jobs from Michigan tax incentives. Now this is the incentive that, that was created by uh, Governor uh, um, uh, Rick Snyder and the legislature two years ago uh, to uh, incentivize uh, uh, and let let employers capture the income tax generated by jobs that are at or above the area average wage. Uh, so up in Flint, it's somewhere in the range of $46,000 a year, around 20 bucks an hour. If they could if they could generate uh, uh, at least 500 jobs that they could ca- they could capture those taxes for 10 years. So so far to date, the legislature put a two hundred million dollar cap on this program. It's kind of an experimental thing. They have we already they've already uh, the MEDC, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, has already uh, doled out one hundred and sixty two million uh, of these incentives to four companies: um, uh, Aptive, uh, KOA Corp. Uh, those are both uh, automotive um, um, uh, engineering type uh, mobility uh, suppliers. Pfizer uh, for a new facility they're building out in the Kalamazoo area uh, near their main longtime uh, operation there and Fiat Chrysler Automobiles for the uh, Mack Avenue and Jefferson North and Warren truck plant um, um, uh, uh, expansions and modernization. So um, the the legislature is is probably going to land on their plate this fall in in looking at renewing it because this program actually has a, a sunset. It expires at the end of this year. So you can kind of expect the legislature to bring this back up, and now you got this big, uh, uh, you know, big project being discussed in Flint um, involving 2,000 jobs that would well would probably break that cap. So it might be it could end up being used as a leverage point to try to get um, this this uh, tax incentive program renewed. Chad, live and good. Thanks for joining us this morning. We always appreciate your updates. You can read his work. 
at Cranes Detroit in Cranes Detroit business or at cranesdetroit.com. Chad, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.